Welcome to Leadership from the Heart, the podcast that dives deep into the world of operational focus leadership. I'm your host, Romy, and I'm thrilled to have you join us on the journey of discovery, growth, and transformation. In each episode, we'll explore the essential principles of effective leadership that not only drive results, but also touch the very core of the human connection. At Leadership from the Heart, we believe that leadership is more than just a title. It's a commitment to inspire, empower, and guide with authenticity and compassion. Welcome back, Leadership Tribe, to another episode of Leadership from the Heart. Today's episode is crucial. We're exploring the depth of the unconscious bias in leadership. The truth is we all carry biases, often unintentional and ingrained. In leadership, acknowledging and addressing these biases is fundamental. Let's begin with defining what the unconscious bias is. The easiest way I can explain it is to picture it like an automatic judgment that we make about people based on things like race, gender, or age. These biases happen without us even realizing it and can influence our decisions, how we interact, and what we essentially think about others. It's pretty sneaky, right? Expanding on how it affects leaders. It's all about those subtle, automatic preferences that affect how leaders make decisions. This biased party can show up in favor of high performers, giving them all the praise and ignoring any areas that they can grow. And on the flip side of that, it, can, it might unfairly target low performers and those seen as quote unquote troublemakers, holding them back from opportunities and a fair assessment. Imagine that you're wearing tinted glasses. Those lenses, they represent biases altering how you see things. So becoming aware of these filters and working to adjust or remove them is like clearing your vision of unbiased opinions. But how do these biases form? Biases form from the combination of cultural, societal, and personal factors. From early childhood, individuals absorb information from their surroundings, including media, family, and societal norms. Labels and biases develop as the brain seeks to categorize and simplify information, creating mental shortcuts. Now add in the personal experiences that you have, both positive and negative, they also contribute to the formation of biases, shaping your worldview and influencing the subsequent judgments. Now buckle up, because here comes the impact for leaders. It's a big deal. Unconscious bias can sneak into hiring, promoting, evaluation, and leading to unintentional advantages or disadvantages. Ever hear this kind of feedback from your employees or employees from another department? Yeah, so have I. Biases affect every part of leadership when held onto. For example, communication takes a huge hit. Have you ever brushed off someone's suggestion or concern because you're just not a fan of theirs? Well, that's unconscious bias at play. Let's continue to expand on this unconscious bias for a little bit, bringing this concept to life. Whether you're a leader or you're not, bring to mind someone that you're not fond of. Think about your interactions with them and be honest on how you've been showing up in those interactions. If you're a people leader, how can you show up better? Small changes make such a big difference in the short and the long game, not just for your team, but for the entire organization. Best said by Maya Angelou and her insight to prejudice and biases, she so eloquently stated, prejudice 
is a burden that confuses the past, threatens the future, and renders the present inaccessible. Most of this stems from the determinant of labeling people. Labeling people can be detrimental to both the individual and the overall health of the organization. When leaders assign labels to team members, whether based on performance, personality traits, or past behavior, it creates a narrow and often inaccurate perception. This practice leads to limited growth opportunities because labels may restrict the individual from opportunities for development and advancement as they're confined to the preconceived notions of their capabilities. It undermines morale. Labels contribute to toxic work environments by promoting a culture of judgment and biases impacting the team's morale and collaboration. The practice leads to biased decision-making. Leaders make biased decisions based on these labels, hindering objective evaluations and potentially reinforcing the existing stereotypes. It also shows up by reducing innovation. Labeled individuals may feel discouraged from expressing diverse perspectives, stifling the creativity and the innovation within the team. And it also increases turnover. Employees labeled negatively may become disengaged or seek opportunities elsewhere, leading to increased turnover and the potential for talent loss. All leaders should strive for a culture that values each individual's unique contributions, providing equal opportunities for growth and the success regardless of their predetermined labels. Our brains are wired to take shortcuts, but understanding the neuroscience can help us navigate and mitigate these biases. The first one is the explanation of the brain's role in forming biases. We're gonna get a little sciency here. The brain forms biases as a result of cognitive shortcut development over time. These mental shortcuts help the brain process information quickly, but they can also lead to biased judgment. The amygdala, a part of the brain associated with emotion, plays a critical role in this. When exposed to stimuli, it triggers rapid, automatic responses that can contribute to the formation of biases. The second is a scientific insight into unconscious bias. Neuroscientific studies, such as functional magnetic resonance imaging, FMRI, reveal that unconscious bias often originate from the amygdala's rapid assessments, which can be influenced by cultural, societal, and personal experiences, as we've mentioned in the past. These biases impact perception, decision-making, and behavior without conscious awareness. Here are six strategies to help rewire your brain for inclusivity. Number one, awareness and acknowledgement. Recognizing and acknowledging one's bias is the first step. We did this when we asked you to picture the person or the persons that you're not fond of. This self-awareness creates the foundation for intentional change. Number two, education and exposure. Actively seeking to understand different perspectives, cultures, and experience can reshape neural connections, creating a more inclusive mindset. Number three, mindful practices. Techniques like mindful meditation can help individuals observe their thoughts without judgment, allowing for greater control over automatic responses and more thoughtful decision-making. Number four, counter-stereotyping. I give this step to many of the leaders that I coach. 
I ask them to pick one to three people that they know are, are not fond of them and simply ask the person why. And the only job the leader has is to listen. Don't defend, don't react, just sit with it and at the end, say thank you. Actively challenging and countering stereotypes through conscious efforts to see individuals beyond preconceived notions can reshape the neural pathways over time. Number five, diverse interactions. Regularly engage with people from diverse backgrounds. It encourages the brain to adapt and to configure its neural networks, promoting inclusivity. And number six, feedback and accountability. Creating a culture where individuals receive constructive feedback on biases and are being held accountable for their actions encourages continuous learning and neural rewiring. Biases can be compared to the weeds in the garden. If left unattended, they can overshadow the diverse and beneficial plants. Regularly attending to this garden or addressing the biases consciously is necessary for fostering a healthy and inclusive environment. The book Blind Spot: Hidden Biases of Good People by Mazarin Banerjee and Anthony, Green, Anthony G. Greenwald can expand on the education, which is the second strategy to help rewire your brain for inclusivity. Her perspective on implicit biases reaffirms what we've been talking about during this episode. She highlights how biases operate unconsciously, influencing behavior without the individual's awareness. This book explores the science behind unconscious biases providing insights onto how they affect decision-making and our behavior. Moving beyond the awareness, let's explore actionable steps to overcome unconscious bias in leadership. The role of self-awareness in combating biases. Self-awareness, as always, plays such a pivotal role in leadership, and unconscious bias is no different. They combat the biases. Recognizing and acknowledging one's owns bias is the first step towards mitigating its impact. As Mahatma Gandhi wisely said, you must be the change you want to see in the world. Being conscious of personal biases allows individuals to actively work towards eliminating them. The second one, implementing diverse hiring practices. To address unconscious bias in hiring, organizations must adopt diverse hiring practices. This involves implementing strategies to ensure fair representation and equal opportunity for all candidates. Some organizations have began blind recruitment, similar to the, the Voice talent show. Others have included a diverse interview panel, making sure that people who don't think like you are in the room assisting during the interview. And last, the inclusive job descriptions are among some of the practices that can help counter bias in hiring decisions can't exclude training programs for bias mitigation. Effective training programs are crucial for mitigating biases in the workplace. Such programs should raise awareness about unconscious biases. They provide tools for recognizing them and offer strategies to mitigating their impact. Continuous, open, continuous education and open dialogue creates the culture where individuals actively work to counteract biases. As we begin to wrap up today's episode, I want to remind you guys that I want to continue hearing from you. I want you to share your experiences about unconscious bias or ask any questions that you may have. You can find us on most social media platforms at leadershipfromtheheart.co. 
That's leadershipattheheart.co or email info at leadershipfromtheheart.co. Before I let you go, I want to make two quick points. First is a call to action for leaders to reflect and act. Leaders, the responsibility to lead with fairness and inclusivity rests on your shoulders. Take a moment to reflect on your own biases, acknowledge them, and commit to continuous improvement. Maya Angelou stated, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. So actively seek ways to address the unconscious bias within yourself and your organization. By doing so, you begin to pave the way for a more equitable workplace. And last but not least, James Baldwin's quote on confronting biases. His insight is, a recur- is an encouraging reminder that everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it's faced. So confronting biases, both personal and systemic, is a courageous act that propels us towards a positive transformation. Embrace this challenge with resilience and determination, knowing that each step forward is a step towards a more just and inclusive future for all. And with that, we conclude today's episode, closing out with gratitude. I know your time is precious and we appreciate you spending it with us. Until next time. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Leadership from the Heart. We hope that you've gained valuable tools and inspiration to transform your leadership approach and create lasting impact within your organization. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Your feedback means the world to us, and it helps us reach more aspiring leaders like you. Remember, leadership is a journey, and it's one that we're all on together. So until next time, lead with purpose, lead with empathy, and lead from your heart. This is Romy Montpruz signing off, reminding you that your leadership has the power to shape a brighter future for all.